Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. Slightly different this time. There's a, I know I said I'd do a midfield review, but there's a lot more important things to be talking about. So I'll be talking about them instead and leave the review until next time. But yeah, this episode really is just, coronavirus pandemic has really gotten serious now and yet people are still not following the, the rules of staying at home, which is just mind-boggling really and that's people of the public and celebrities and footballers and then you've got celebrities whining and whinging when they've got nothing to fucking whinge about uh, and then Levy is just being Levy which is just a disgrace and just is his time up now at the club should he move on give it to someone who actually cares about the club and the fans in the way Pochettino did um, so yeah talking about that a lot more football in general uh, how this will affect uh, clubs and yeah so that's what this episode's about rather than uh, the review of the midfield so let's talk staying at home first and foremost so the thing this week has just been obvious is the amount of selfish people that are about who, for whatever reason, are just thinking about themselves, can't behave and do what the government has asked and just stay indoors, it's not difficult. Yeah. I mean, you have sunbathers, you have people having picnics and hanging about in groups, and then you have the footballers. It's just... How selfish do you want to be? It's not a difficult request by the government, is it? It's a little bit boring, yeah. You know... It's a little bit boring, but it's just fairly simple. It's just stay at home. Like, you know, go to the supermarket if you need, well, when you need. Uh, if you need any medical stuff, that's, that's fine to go out for that. But uh, even when you do go out, keep your distance from each other. It's two metres. It's not, you know, <laughs> it's not like, oh, go to the other street, go to another street if you see someone. But the amount of selfish people are just mind-boggling really just it's a sad sad state of affairs for all the good that you see people doing it's just sad isn't it that for seemingly every hundred people who are sticking to the rules and staying at home you get one selfish prick who seems to think it's okay to just ignore that and you know and i said like in previous in a previous episode that you know the whole government saying that uh, it only affects old people and, and people with uh, health issues and now people just don't believe them so that's why they may be going out. Possibly the case but like, it still doesn't take away the fact that you know, regardless of what you think about this whole pandemic and if you listen to my previous episodes you know what I think about it but there'll be plenty of other people who who think the same as me other people who think it's all a conspiracy and other people who think it's completely fake but regardless of what you think about it whether it's fake or not true or not is even if it was fake they're not just suddenly going to go next week yeah people are getting bored we lied about it okay you can go back to normal that's not going to happen so you got no choice but to stick to the rules and then get this thing over as quickly as possible. And, you know, I never said it was fake, I just said it was embellished a little bit, but 
regardless of what I said, it doesn't really matter. The, the advice and the rules are to stay at home. So that's what I've got to do. That's what everyone's got to do. But people aren't fucking doing it. And it's just, you know, you've got these nurses and, and, and medical staff, NHS staff, working God knows how many hours a day. More than 12, probably. And then going to sleep, knackered, getting up, doing the same thing. And then you've got selfish people who just go, well, they're doing that, I'll just go to the beach. Who the fuck are you? Who the fuck are these people who think they're so much better than anyone else and can just do what they want? It's just unbelievable. And then the police just move along, move along. It's like, you know. And you get people running away when they see the police, you know. The police aren't scary enough now. It's not as much. The deterrent isn't there to not do bad things from the police because they're they're not, you know, they're not scary enough. Get get them attack dogs and the dogs can go and rip these people to shreds, you know, and then they'll soon stop doing all of this stuff. But I just don't understand why people just can't behave themselves and have to do what they want. You know, it, it, it's a bird, you know. Just shows that you know a lot of people can't entertain themselves and need outside influences to be entertained and get outside the house to be entertained. They can't pick up a book, they can't learn on a guitar or something like that, which I'm trying to do, or, or an instrument, or, or learn something else. You know, can't watch a new film a day or something like that. But they they have to go outside and they have to be able to do what they want to do. And it's just a bit sad that people are like that. You know, back in, you know, the wartime when you weren't allowed out of the house because, you know, it's not a case of uh, possibly getting someone else killed as you could have been killed and bombed. They had to entertain themselves and they didn't have the technology that we've got at the moment. Yeah, and those people, older people, are the ones seemingly quite vulnerable. And you've got these selfish little twats who go outside who are potentially making them even more vulnerable by spreading the disease. And they're the people who basically fought for those people being allowed to do what the fuck they want. And it's just a complete lack of respect. And those people are just, you know, fuck off, really. You want to go outside, that's fine. And then round all those people up, stick them on an island somewhere or in a tiger cage or something like that and just get rid of them because they're scum of the earth, don't deserve to be around. Very over the top there, but it's quite an angering thing. When you know, you know, I'm stuck at home, but I'm not like you know. Oh, I love being at home; it's great. I'm bored, but they're the rules, and people are sticking to them with other people just ignoring them, thinking they're better than everybody else. And then you got celebrities as well who are moaning, like Sam Smith was moaning. I mean, who the fuck is Sam Smith? Apart from the twat who said that he's a they, sorry, uh, are, are not, don't identify with him, her, he or she anymore. It's them or they. And then put a post on, on Twitter saying that uh, he went to a football game with the guys. Yeah, goes against what you've been saying. So it just shows it's a publicity stunt. And an absolute prick he is at the best of times. And then he's now crying, Ooh, I'm so sad I have to stay indoors. Oh, big fucking whoop. Who cares? Who gives a shit about Sam Smith, really? Like, you've got a fucking mansion, 
and you're stuck indoors in your mansion, you don't have to work. You don't have to worry about being furloughed or anything like that because you've got enough money to survive whenever this thing finishes. And you're, you know, you've got people dying, NHS workers and our other workers completely overwhelmed, country overwhelmed, people without jobs worrying what their jobs are going to be, where you're sitting being happy and fucking moaning about it. Like, I'm sorry, but no one in that current predicament, no one gives a fuck about what you think or want. And then the whole he, she and all, all business like that and then goes and puts that thing on Twitter, it just shows it was a publicity stunt and just, you know, just an absolute prick. His music isn't very good either, but in my opinion. Although that's just, uh, I'm in the mon minority there seemingly because he has sold a lot of records. Like, fair play to him for selling his records and he's done well for himself. But, you know, don't go crying when you're a multi-millionaire celebrity who doesn't have to worry about any of the hassles that our everyday folk have to in terms of, like, losing jobs and stuff like that uh, and money worries. You know, you're not going to get any fucking sympathy. you got all these celebrities saying, oh, this is me without any makeup. It's like, great, wonderful. But, yeah. I, I just, it's just unbelievable that people are that selfish. And, and what is the solution? Because people won't listen. The police don't have the power, really, to arrest them. There's not enough room in the prisons to stick them. There must be somewhere that they can be shipped off to, you know. Flights are all down. Get Virgin to get a Boeing 747. Stick, bundle them all in there. Take them to some island somewhere. Dump them there. And then they can go and live their lives there until this thing is over. You know, Richard fucking rants and moaning that he hasn't got any money. Or, or that he's going to run out of money. So, you know. Do something fucking useful instead of moaning and asking for taxpayers. Although I would say that whether he actually said that or not. Or if it was paper talk. But... But either way, just, you know, his flights aren't going off. Same with BA, just get all these people who are sort of like, arrest them, stick them somewhere. I don't know where, there must be somewhere where you can just gather a load of twats who, who don't deserve any human rights for breaching their human rights there. It's possibly a bit strong, but it's just the selfishness is just very angering. I'm sure I'm not alone in that. And, you know, stick them off somewhere. Stick them on some island, and then you know, where's things like shipwrecked and all that films that can't be being used at the moment? So, stick them on there, you know, and let them live their lives there. They want to go out and party all the time, they can do what they want there, can't they? Because no one else is going to go around there, so it's not going to spread. But yeah. Just having the police say move on and you shouldn't be doing it. Like these people are just assholes who don't care. So you trying to reason with them isn't going to make a blind bit of difference because they'll just ignore you because they don't give a shit. But, you know, as soon as someone in their family dies from this thing or, or gets seriously ill from this thing, then they'll care and then they'll be the ones moaning and preaching about you should stay indoors. Maybe you should listen to your own fucking advice. We'll get on to that in a bit more when we talk about football. Footballers about that in the second half. But yeah, but there was a, I just don't understand why it's so difficult to stay the fuck at home. You go, there's a, a brilliant uh, video by Samuel L. Jackson reading a book just called Stay the Fuck at Home. And it's literally just 
explaining these rules, just stay at home. But obviously it's Samuel L. Jackson and I, I can't do it justice because his voice is so super cooler than mine will ever be. So if you haven't seen that, that would actually cheer you up, go and watch that. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's plenty of stuff you can do at home. You can go for a walk or a run once a day and, and exercise is fantastic for mental health as well. So whether you go for a run, whether you do weights, whether you do any, any kind of exercise, it's good for mental health. So it, 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 it's more important than ever now in this situation to be doing exercise. Uh, but, you know, and the government have said, I think it was Matt Hancock, the health secretary, secretary or, or whatever it is, it was certainly him, who said that if people can't behave, then exercise will be stopped like it is in France. And, and that is just going to be horrendously bad for everybody because suicide rates will go through the roof there because people's mental health will suffer because you feel better after exercise. I think I read you, you release endorphins, which make you feel better. So without that, you know, so people have got to stop being selfish. There's plenty of people who want to exercise and are finding exercise like a good uh, distraction. So don't be selfish. Just, you know, and, you know, if you are one of these people listening to the, who's been going to the beach and going out and not ignoring the walls, just stay the fuck at home. It's not difficult. It, it's perfectly easy to do so frustrating but get some fucking willpower think of why you're doing it not you're not doing it just for a laugh and just because you know, see how this goes you're doing it for an actual reason you know and the reason is to protect people who aren't as fortunate as you the NHS staff don't get to like you know work from home you know they're not able to be furloughed and still getting paid they have to work. They're putting themselves in harm's way every fucking minute of every day with, I'm assuming, thousands of people coming in um, who are infected with this and ill because of this and then hundreds that are dying. You know, they're not doing it just because, oh, you know, it keeps me busy, gets me out of the house. They're doing that to try and keep the com country going. Same with shelf stackers working in supermarkets with people just walking and walking past them. Uh, and, and not just shelf stackers, all supermarket workers, delivery drivers, although they're um, dropping stuff off at people's doors now. But again, you know, they're still putting people themselves in harm's way. So you're not staying indoors for yourself. You're staying in, indoors for the public and for those people. So stop being so fucking selfish and thinking about yourself. And celebrities just shut the fuck up if you've got a problem just shut the hell up uh, whether you like him or whether you don't uh, Ricky Gervais is doing seemingly every couple of couple of days uh, a live kind of Q&A on Facebook um, as someone who is a big fan of Ricky Gervais I, I try and listen to them when I can uh, as much as I can um, but obviously a lot of people aren't going to understand why uh, aren't a fan of him but you know but it's a Q&A thing, so there's a quite a few of those, quite a lot of music. Biffy Clyro did a, a live gig. Frank Turner's doing quite a lot of live gigs, all from their houses. Uh, and there'll be countless other bands as well. They're just two that I know because I like. Um, plenty of books that you can read. Uh, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Go and get into a series. Breaking Bad, Better Call, uh, 
Breaking Bad and then Better Call Saul. Uh, two I recommend, Homeland as well if you haven't, although I think you can only get series one to seven on Netflix of Homeland. Uh, and Series 8 is on Channel 4 at the moment, so that'll be on 4 on demand, but that will only be on for a little while. Uh, any comedy show, Seinfeld, if you can get hold of that, best comedy show ever, in my opinion. Uh, without that, Friends wouldn't have happened. Uh, it was the first comedy show to be literally about just four friends, just their everyday lives. Uh, friends, obviously, that's on all the time. Uh, and there's plenty of other ones. Ozark, I've been told, is quite good. The Stranger, I've been told, is quite good. There's plenty of things you can be getting on with. If you haven't seen it, if you've been living under some kind of rock for the last 10 years, Game of Thrones, you can still watch that. That's on Sky, I think, on demand. Or box sets, or whatever it is. But on Sky somewhere. And there's plenty of things you can do. Learn a guitar, learn an instrument. You can pick up a guitar fairly cheap from eBay. You might, there'll be some that deliver it. Um... You know, read books. You know, if you've got an old console, computer console in your attic or, or, or loft, go get that down. Uh, exercise, like I say. There's plenty of stuff you can be doing. It's not ideal because we, it, it's not something that we're in control of. We have to stay indoors. But again, like I say, you're doing it for a fucking reason. You're doing it for a reason. To help the country, to help the vulnerable, to help the, stopping this, this, this virus. Uh, Boris Johnson in, in hospital now, from what I hear on news things, he's doing quite well, which is good. Um, don't need someone like that who's in charge of the whole defence system of, of this being incapacitated, so hopefully he comes out of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's just the message, isn't it? Like, unfortunately, a lot of people don't listen to this, which <laughs> is good in a way because I can't get in trouble because no one listens. But then it's not going to reach that many people who potentially are staying outdoors and going parties and all sorts of things but you know you might know people who are spread the message just stay indoors the, 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 the more you go outside the longer this is going to last and this lockdown will last you know and you keep going outside there's a real real big chance that we won't have a summer where we can just do what we want in the sun so stay indoors hopefully won't last longer than a month or two and then we can get back to a bit of normality in terms of being able to go outside, pubs opening, restaurants opening, be able to fly, go on holiday and what have you. So just stay indoors. Right, so that's the first part of the run out of the way. We'll take a little break there and then we'll talk about the rest of the run, which is about football. Uh, Tottenham furloughing staff, Liverpool doing it and we're sending in and being lauded for God knows why, because they're Liverpool. Uh, and then just Levy right? and, and Jose organising public training sessions, Levy saying the furloughed staff can work on his, his, his estate and it's just other footballers that have just broken the, the curfew rules. Uh, and then what will happen with the Premier League clubs and, and EFL clubs, but it's just an absolute shambles really. There's one glimmer of, of, of positivity, positive news with this, and that's the Players Together initiative for the NHS, but back in a bit we'll talk about it all. And we're back, so here's uh, part two of the 
almost hour, I reckon, ran this episode. Uh, and then it's fairly similar to the first part, but it's about footballers. So Jack Greenish and Carl Walker, just keeping this stereotype alive that footballers are all morons. Uh, so Jack Grealish, his friend, said, I'll come round. He thought that was a good idea. Uh, and then tried to evade the police when they caught him. And then Carl Walker decided to have a, a fucking orgy round his house. I mean, fuck me. What is going through these morons' minds other than that? Not that much other than bloody air going in one ear and out the other. And then they give their fucking fake apologies that they don't mean, which they're told to by their clubs, saying and then reiterating stay indoors. Maybe listen to your own fucking advice. And don't do something so stupid in the first place. Because footballers, whether they like to admit it and whether they like to be or not, they are role models to young kids. And kids generally will follow their role models and try and do what their role models do. So if they're, you know, kids are told to stay, you know, six-year-old ain't going to have a fucking orgy. But like, if, if the kid is told to stay at home and then he sees other people going, these role models going outside, they're going to want to go outside. But then to, to give the fake apology is just... I mean, the club has to do something like that. The club has to make them apologise. But they just sound so insincere and it's just reading from a script. And then the fact that they're reiterating, oh, I'm so sorry, just stay indoors. It's like, you knew they were the rules before. You knew they were the rules before. And it's just, it's like the celebrities like Sam Smith. They've got all this money, you know, think they can do whatever they want. Think they're so much better than everyone else. And just, you know. No time for people like that at all. And then... Jose Mourinho organising a fucking public training session in Barnet. It's a massive green with Ndombele saying it was to make him feel part of the squad. I mean, are you seriously telling me you can't do that by staying indoors? Just... I mean, it's just beggar's belief doesn't it and then he gives his fake apology as well because Tottenham have told him to and just you know but then you've got Cessnion and Sanchez as well who, who were running about there but like yeah Jose's the manager and he's the one who said that but like the players you know were you sheep you can say no because they're the rules it's just so fucking stupid. But we become a laughing stock, even more so than we were now because of all of this, with Levy furloughing staff. Um, but you know that whole government scheme is for for small companies that were going to really, really struggle. And I, I think there's a, a furlough scheme, eighty percent for um, self-employed people. If, if I'm wrong about that, I apologise. But I'm, I'm sure I read. That there was, but I could be wrong. But like, yeah, it it was for companies that are really, really going to struggle during this time to make ends meet and to stop them going out of business. Not for fucking clubs that get to a Champions League final, and make sixty million pound profit. It's just you know, and the amount of money that, that those five hundred and fifty staff members 
would have been paid if they'd have been paid in full for two months or three months is in the thousands. It's not in the millions or anything like that. I mean, you know, Levy gets paid seven million pounds a year. He got a fucking bonus for delivering a stadium late. You know, seven million pounds a year. Just you know, take have a lot, um, you know. 100,000 or whatever it is out of that and give it to all your fucking staff and tell them not to bother coming in and just stay at home and then you'll have a job when the Premier League starts again and then we're allowed back out. It's just... I mean, I know he's tight with money and all that, but Jesus fucking Christ. You know, and then Liverpool rescinded their decision and then you get football writers, John Cross being one of them, saying, fantastic Liverpool. Fantastic, they fucked it up in the first place. They only rescinded it because they got a lot of criticism, which quite rightly they should. Not fantastic, if they hadn't got the criticism, they'd have just carried on. So they've only changed due to the pressure, not because they've had a sudden change of heart. If they, you know, they wouldn't have fucking done it if they'd have had the change of heart in the first place. So don't, you know, start sucking Liverpool off again just because they've rescinded the decision and finally got to the right decision. At least they did get to the right decision, but don't don't praise them for it because they made the wrong decision and a complete fuck-up in the first place. But Levy now has to reverse the furlough decision, but he won't. What he says is, oh, the, these uh, staff members can work on my uh, estate. It's just, do you even understand the whole social distancing and staying at home initiative anyway? Working on your, you want to work on some bald-headed prick's allotment, uh, you know, mansion, like being bossed around by some tight-ass prick who can't be bothered to just wave a little bit of money to make sure they're all okay. Like, you want to work with, you know, in that area? It's like telling them to go fuck off, go go to another club or something like that. But yeah, just just so little. Just has no no people skills at all, Levy. And it's just now there's a massive, massive divide again between the fans and the club. And it, it, it it's Pochettino's possibly greatest achievement at the club. Yes, he didn't win any trophies, and that was his biggest failing. Which I think we can all agree on that that club that that team should have won trophies. We messed up, but before that we were laughing stock. Pochettino made it almost into a family. So and then a lot, you know, the supporters were proud to support Tottenham again. They weren't embarrassed by Tottenham. They were so proud to support Tottenham. And then the fans were part of the club. Now, six months after he's left, it's completely gone. All of his hard work has just been completely undone just by some greedy little prick who sold his soul to try and win a FA and get a manager in to win an FA Cup because he ain't going to win a league not with that squad with a lack of money yeah and and he's a bit of a dinosaur I think some of his tactics I said that when he got appointed I got told I was wrong by a friend who's a Man United fan but I stick by that because some of his decisions in, in previous games have left a lot to be desired but yeah, I'll still support the manager and the players it's just, you know, not playing at the moment, so I can have my say. But, you know, and then organising this training session is just, again, another divide between the club and the fans. And, and you know, I, I, something on Sky Sports, on, on, on news, I, I, 
I think it was Mark Bosnich, I think, because he, he's uh, obviously their Australian correspondent. But he was saying that you know, fans can do without football. Football can't do without his fans. And that's absolutely spot on there. You know, Levy's paid all this money for the stadium and he'll sell it out anyway, even if every season ticket holder boycotted, he'd sell it out anyway because it's a, a, an attraction to go to the stadium and he'd just allow non-Spurs fans to go in there. But at some point, if that was to carry on, Novelty for non-Spurs fans would wear off. People just go, oh, I couldn't give a fuck about it anymore. And then the the attendances would be really low and he wouldn't be making his money back. So he needs to keep the fans on his side. But how does he do that now? Make signings. But, you know, we've lost the AJ fight. Uh, there's been something else, another event that we had which has been cancelled. I'm meant to be going to Guns N' Roses end of May, but I'm pretty sure that'll be cancelled or, or suspended or postponed. So he's losing all of that, you know. So I can't see anyone really spending big this transfer window, which I guess that's good news in a sense that it means Harry Kane won't be going anywhere. But there's reports as well that the club, senior players uh, at the club are embarrassed and I'm unhappy about this furloughing and tra training behaviour, which I'm not fucking surprised, but whether that's true or not, just paper talk trying to stir things up, but I can imagine that some of them aren't impressed. And again, it's just a divide. I mean, you could have three divides here, you know, divide between the club and the fans, and divide between the club and the players. But, but look where we were. Like, I know a year ago, we, we were... You know, getting into the Champions League with it, it was papering over the poor league form. But we still had a family feel to it. Uh, you know, now, I mean, just, who are we? We're just numbers who pay money to, to levy every week. You know, there's been no rescinding of the transfer, the not the transfer, the uh, season ticket prices, which everyone's, whose season tickets paid for every game. You know, Obviously, they're still talking about the league being finished, but it'll be behind closed doors in that point. And then you've got to give money back. Will he? <laughs> Will he? Fuck. He'll keep the money. Say it'll go into players or contracts and it'll go in his back pocket. And, you know, and again, it's, it's just another, you know, just another point to illustrate the divide between the club and the fans which it's just I wonder what Pochettino thinks looking at all of this with five and a half years of work just getting that divide closed so there was no divide there was some at the end but a lot lot was still had faith in him me me being one of them and he never got that and he's been replaced by a manager who's now holding bloody public training courses because that's the only way he can make someone feel special to the team you know I, I don't know how old he is but like he's never heard of phone calls and yeah it's just so fucking stupid and just we're, met, we're becoming a laughing stock now my dad texted me earlier saying that the, the paper that he gets I think the Express uh, was giving us a hard time and quite rightly it fucking should because well, what we were doing is an absolute disgrace you talk about Grealish and Walker being disgraces, they are, but we're talking about owners here who, who have more money 
than the players and have more, more responsibility than the players and who are businessmen, so therefore have a brain on their shoulder rather than just have too much money, too young, don't know what to do with it and think they're so much better. This is someone who's made his money through shrewd investment and, and brains and he's just, I just think he's just, it just has no people skills at all, just, just unbelievable really. Again, it's just like, you get £7 million, you've got a mansion, you can afford to get staff to pay to clean it clean it for you and do all the, the housework and everything like that. You know, These people who you're furloughing aren't in that situation. They've got families and mortgages and, and all of that kind of stuff. Need the money that they get, the 100% that they get to be able to pay for all of that stuff and keep food on the table and everything like that. You're just trivialising it, just taking advantage of a government scheme that wasn't for you. you know, and you make £60 million profit in the year. You give yourself a £3 million bonus because, you know, it's <laughs> £7 million a year isn't enough. And you can't give any of that back to the, these these people who have their families and mortgages and everything like that it's just again it just shows so much disrespect they're the ones who keep your club going as well you've got the players and the fans yes but you know without people like doing the front line stuff when when it comes to it like you don't have a club and you're showing so much disrespect for them and I've never been one of these uh, levy out Enoch out people because I do think that without Levy and Enoch we wouldn't be where we are now which is one of the biggest clubs in the world in terms of profit and stuff like that and, and being at the Champions League runs we've been on we are now known in Europe but this I'm starting to review my uh, opinion of that because it's just it's become a shambles and just shown us to just be completely ruthless and just heartless and everything like that. Um, and, you know, Pochettino once said, if the fans don't want him, if all the fans don't want him, he'd just walk because you can't be a manager of a club if the fans don't want you. Does that apply to the board as well? Because if you've got that, that much of a divide, surely that can't be good. And, and surely it's time to then sell up and then look elsewhere because they'd surely be investors who'd want to invest in Tottenham which, with a big stadium the possibilities of you know, boxing gigs and all sorts of things uh, and then the players that we've got and everything like that. So there must be. But So I've never been one of these Enoch out but I'm starting to review that now based on all of this which is just we're not a club anymore, we're just a business, which is the reason I didn't want like a billion pound takeover like Man City had, because then you just become a business. Yeah, they've had success, but it's kind of fake success because it's all been bought. But So I didn't want that, but then we've become that without the, the billions of pounds. And we've just become a business and, and just, just the complete disrespect for those people like I've said and just the, the, the complete arseholeness of him to not even give them full pay 
It's 550 staff. And it must, I don't know what the wages come up to. But Jesus Christ, you earn £7 million a year. People were saying, I'll get the players to pay it. It's not them. The players don't employ those people. And we'll come on to the players in a second because of what they've done, which is very good. But the players don't employ those people. They're not the players' responsibility. They're the clubs, which is where it falls to levy. And, and you know, £7 million a year, 10 if you include the stadium, built late. I mean, what is one million if you have to give that away to your staff, your personal money, you, your own money? It's fucking nothing, you know? And it's just complete greediness. It just shows he doesn't really... He cares about the club in terms of it making money and being successful in that way, but he doesn't really care, I don't think, about winning trophies and being a football club and the fans who support that club. It's a real, real shame. And, and then, you know... You've got other things. I read Burnley could go bust if this goes on for a little while longer. That's the Premier League's responsibility to keep all of those clubs there. I also read today that apparently Premier League clubs will get payments in advance where they are in the league and where they finish in the league to help the cash flow when no money's coming in. You know, which is good, I suppose. Not so much for teams like Man United, us, Liverpool and all that, who will be able to cope. We just won't be able to spend the millions of pounds on transfers. But, you know, if that happens... Levy then has to either stop the furlough or reimburse those, um, reimburse the government and reimburse those staff. He won't know because he's a complete fucking asshole who only cares about money. And then plus, it's all good that the Premier League does that. Surely the EFL have to do that as well, or the Premier League can help the EFL because there's a lot of clubs, certainly in the lower lower leagues, who can't cope with this and will need the money. But you know. I read that they're talking about all Premier League and EFL games being played behind closed doors. EFL games, certainly like League One and Two, need and certainly some Championship teams need the money that they get from game receipts. So you run a risk here of of a lot of clubs going out of business. But so the EFL, EFL have got to step up as well. If they haven't got the money, the Premier League need to help out if they're giving all of this money to teams. Yeah. I just, you know, it just shows the complete greed that some people have and just complete lack of compassion is, is really what I was trying to drive out with Levy. Just such lack of compassion when you're sitting, similar to Sam fucking Smith, you're sitting there in your nice little mansion, got no money worries at all, really, in your personal money. Your business might suffer, but you personally, you won't lose your house or anything like that. But you've got so many other people, Levy now, I'm talking about, who will. You know, administrators at Tottenham, you know, can't necessarily live on 80%. Or they can and it's just going to be very, very tough. And then they're going to have to really cut back. You don't have to worry about that at all. If you cut back £2 million, you'd still be able to afford everything. And it's just such lack of compassion and just, again, it just highlights the complete divide like between the board and the whole club really I said the fans but the whole club really uh, it's just a far far it's hard to imagine like six months ago a, month, a year ago that was the complete role reversal and it's just a shame but yeah Let, let's end on something positive the players together 
initiative. Over 100 players in the Premier League have signed up for this. And it's where they've all come together with an NHS trust. I can't remember the name of the NHS trust. But essentially, the players are given some of their personal money over to this trust, which is then going directly to the NHS, the NHS staff, and helping in this fight. Um, but, you know, I said with Walker and Grealish, you know, keeping the stereotypes alive that footballers are dumb and just assholes. This just goes to show that not all are like that. I think Jordan Henderson and Harry Kane were two of the front runners in, in kind of organising this. I, I may be wrong in that, but I know they're definitely involved. Um, but you'd expect that potential, really, wouldn't you? The, the captain of England and Jordan Henderson, probably the vice captain. But yeah, it, it's very, very good that they're doing that. It's just a shame that the PFA just tried to interfere and come up with plans rather than get the players to be able to do this. They've come up with this on their own back. Uh, Danny Rose deserves a mention as well. Hospital and Leeds was giving them a lot of money and donations and food and everything like that. Again, for all the bad press that they get, they don't need to do this. It is their money. They earn it. They don't need to do it, but they're wanting to do it and they're making an effort to do it, which, you know, over to the billionaires and millionaires now, over to Levy, your turn, over to billionaires who, who you know, We've got more more money than footballers. What are you going to do? The answer is probably fuck all because they're just, yeah. But a lot of footballers came from uh, housing estates and, and that were and didn't have that much money, so they've been in this situation that a lot of people that they're trying to help are in now, in terms of money. Um. So yeah, it, it, real real positive and real good feel good story that out of a lot of negative um, stories here um, so that's good um, and hope hopefully that will go a long way to helping NHS staff and, and you know the NHS staff working all these god god awful hours putting themselves at risk must be fucking draining and then you've got to think about food and think about this and that and so this will help and and Fair play, kudos to all of the players involved in that. Kudos to all of the players who were involved in that. Not just the players who, who kind of came up with the initiative and kind of drove the initiative, but everybody who's involved in that. I think I read that all of our players have, have signed up for it. And I think it was 100 players, but I, I'm that will grow hugely, I think, in the next couple of days. I think pretty much every player will be involved in that. Hopefully there's something that Premier League or EFL can do which help um, lesser clubs, smaller clubs. Um, yeah, it would be absolutely devastating like, for any club to go out of business because of all of this. In the same way it would be for any company, uh, for any staff member, employee to, to not have a job after all of this. It would just be absolutely criminal that you've got all of these people with billionaires, millionaires who can't help out a little bit. You know, it would just be hugely, hugely criminal and such an awful shame. And, and you know, yeah. So hopefully this will be the, the kind of 
like a catalyst for people helping now with who have money and you know everything like that. Let's hope so anyway. just millionaires and all that, bankers as well, the banks, you know, when uh, the taxpayer helped them through their tough time, it's time for them to pay the public back, will they? Pfft. Call me cynical, but I very much doubt that, but really, if you look fair, it's fair, they should be. Anyway, I'll end the rant there, I could go on for hours and hours and hours, but I'd just be rehashing the same stuff, so like I said at the start, no uh, midfield review, this episode, far more important things to be discussing and talking about, uh, but try and do that next time. And just reiterating, just stay at home, stay at home, follow the government rules and, and just show a bit of compassion and respect for your fellow person and, and for the NHS and people who are vulnerable and, and are on the front line just so we can get this thing sorted, then have a summer and try and go back to normal with deaths not happening um, so that would be the message just stay at home do what the government tell you and then we can get this thing sorted and get back to normal ways and people being healthy and not dying and going in the hospital so until next time next episode that would be the message and I would imagine in the next episode that would be the message again but thanks for listening